This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, good afternoon to all of my automotive aftermarket peoples across North America. It's Carm Capriato, and yes, it's all about bricks for breasts. I'm wearing pink. Why not? Right? We are so glad to be here doing this podcast broadcast video for you for a lot of right reasons that Breaks for Breasts has been an incredible campaign. I think it's 11 years now, right, uh, Leanne, Laura? Uh, Actually, this will be our 13th. Oh, since 2011. 11, yes. 2011. Great. So, so look, the, the whole thing started as we have been supporting Breaks for Breasts for an awful long time. And uh, we were so honored to be at the Czech presentation in, in Cleveland this year. And and so just being there changes your whole complexion, your whole attitude, the, the whole being of why this is so important. And uh, I want to cover that today. And I want to put a challenge out to the industry, to you, my fellow shop owner, that you need to participate in this. And hopefully, we'll give you a compelling reason why you should. Let me introduce my guests, co-founders of Breaks for Breasts, Leanne Best and Laura Frank. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. And Justin Johnson is with us, PhD, the program manager of the TUI Lab and the Breast Cancer Vaccine Clinical Trials, which is so important. Can't wait to tell you about that. Thanks for being here, Justin. Thanks for having me. You're going to see him in some pictures that we're going to show a little later. We're going to go into the lab that he leads. My daughter, Tracy Capriato. Hi, Trace. Hi, Dad. And uh, <laughs> she usually calls me Carm when we're doing business. That was so nice. <laughs> the, and Tracy was with me. We both were driving home and we said, wow, we can't wait to do something, something very special than we've done in, in, in the previous years. Now, of course, you'll probably see a, another plea from us to motivate you sometime in maybe August or September. But right now, we want to tell you about last year. And put a great challenge out to the industry. We have some slides to show you as we walk through the who, what, when, where, how, and why of Breaks for Breasts. So listen, Leanne, Laura, why choose the Cleveland Clinic? Well, it's funny, Carm, when we originally came up with Breaks for Breasts and we had like two weeks literally to put it all together. And one of the things that Laura and I said was there were two very specific things we needed to do. One, find a cause that reflected our philosophies, that the money was going directly to something, not to buildings, not to salaries, not to things of that nature. So we really, we looked high and low, East Coast, West Coast. And and I was actually lamenting at a networking event one day about how difficult it was to find a recipient that aligned with our thoughts. And uh, a person from that group went back to her work and was relaying that story And I got a phone call within minutes. And that phone call was from Justin Johnson's mother. And she said, stop, do not contact anybody else until you've met Dr. Vincent Tui and Justin Johnson. So we met with Dr. Tui and and the rest is history. He was just perfectly aligned with our vision. And the other part of our goal was that 100% of every single penny raised went directly to research. So that's perfect. There, Laura and I work breaks for us on a budget of zero. It's just us two volunteers, essentially coordinating the automotive industry to support the Cleveland Clinic Breast Cancer Vaccine Research Fund. And, and that's the key, guys. Uh, she said the the most critical word, and it's too bad that the word vaccine isn't in your logo somewhere. Because I think more importantly than ever, 
since we've gone through this event in the last couple of years and the word vaccine is so prominent in our minds that to have a breast cancer vaccine is like every time you tell that to somebody they go oh my it's a movement for people's think to realize that they but you guys have been working uh, justin on a vaccine and it's in clinical trials I, I cannot tell you how that makes me feel, and I'm sure everyone here, and, and Leanne and Laura, back 12 years ago, you probably never had a thought that you'd see this day that you're moving along with this. I was just thinking actually this morning about it, which I've been thinking a lot about it since the trials have started. When we started, it was almost, I don't want to say a pipe dream, but it seemed like so far out of reach. And now it's like, uh, pinch me. This is really starting to happen. It's, it's really incredible. Justin, give us your take on where we stand in the relationships with Leanne and Laura over the years. I can't overstate it because Leanne and Laura were there during some difficult times. We've been working on this vaccine for uh, 15, 20 years. And uh, we had, you know, believe it or not, trouble getting funding uh, for the vaccine. Leanne and Laura's uh, program really helped us through those times. So I really can't thank them enough because literally without the two of them and everyone that they've motivated in this program, there wouldn't be a, a breast cancer vaccine trial going on right now, guaranteed. Hey, look, at I want to tell everyone that this great episode is sponsored by our friends at technicianfind.com, a single stop to staff your shop. Look, at. let's go through some of our great slides that we have here. Uh, so left to right, well, there's me. Um, to the right, that's Holly Levengood. She's uh, my assistant. To her right is Dr. Suparna Mazumder, who is the lead scientist for our ovarian cancer vaccine program, which is also very exciting. Not as far along as the breast cancer vaccine trial uh, program, but it will be soon, hopefully. And then finally, to her right is her assistant, Valerie Swank. I don't know if you all picked up on those words, but he said ovarian cancer vaccine. Mm -hmm. That's just another one of those goosebump moments. Wow. Justin, will you be able to explain a little bit more on phase one and what that means being in phase one? Sure. So this is the, the very first clinical trial that you would do in human beings once we get our you know, laboratory research or preclinical work done. And the, the goal of a phase one clinical trial is to establish safety first and foremost, and then secondly, to determine what the best dose is to give. Um, and then phase two and three will expand on that and actually look at efficacy or how well the vaccine is working in preventing cancer. You're in it for what, about a year now? We're, we're about a year and a half into it. We're about halfway done already. We've already treated 14 patients. We're really excited so far. The safety profile looks very good. Uh, side effects are minimal, just some irritation at the injection sites. And as I mentioned, we're not looking at efficacy directly, but we are looking at the immune response that these women who have been immunized have had to the vaccine. And it looks really, really promising. Uh, most of these women developed a very, very good immune response once they got the vaccine. So 
We don't know how strong of an immune response uh, is necessary to give you the full protection against triple negative breast cancer, um, but we will determine that um, in the future. But so far, this is very encouraging. Hey, are you tired of struggling to find skilled automotive technicians for your independent auto repair shop? Well, say goodbye to the endless search and let Technician Find be your solution at technicianfind.com. Forget about the ineffective job boards, high-priced recruiters, or hit-or-miss referrals. Our comprehensive services include creative ads, social media marketing, direct outreach, and passive recruiting that will attract top talent faster. With our proven three-step candidate sourcing process and five-mile famous passive recruiting service, we'll alleviate the burden of finding qualified staff and help you achieve the freedom, profit, and growth you've always dreamed of. Getting started is easy and begins with a quick onboarding call that will have you up and running in under an hour. Once you've hired the right candidate, you let the friendly technician find team know and they pause all of your campaigns until you need help in the future. No commitments, no long-term contracts, no hassle. Visit our website now to discover the ultimate solution for hiring technicians and schedule a personalized hiring strategy call with us, technicianfind.com. We're going to get into some details as to exactly how Breaks for Breast works, how you involve a vendor, what percentage of a transaction in the month of October that you do a break job comes back to help fund this program. And did we tell you that it was $200,000 uh, investment to, to the Cleveland Clinic from everyone who participated? So we can't wait to share some of those great pictures. Let's uh, let's go to the lab. I was like a kid in a candy store when I saw all this stuff. I mean, you know, you watch a, a, an episode of CSI or something like that, and you say, ooh, that stuff really exists. Yeah, I'm glad um, you found it interesting. You know, I'm so used to looking at these things, uh, I don't get as excited about them. Um, but I guess what I could say is interesting here is that, first of all, you saw a picture of the lab, only four people. Um, and so, you know, we, we run very efficiently and very lean for four people to, you know, get a phase one clinical trial going with our partners in, in the clinical side of the Cleveland Clinic. We're really proud of that. Um, we really stretched the dollars that have been donated uh, very far. You know, the, the equipment that you see on the benchtop uh, is, you know, fairly low tech. I mean, this isn't really expensive stuff, but it gets the job done. So here's some of our guests who have toured. Uh, so many people walk through the lab in a couple of different shifts. And uh, they're just so honored and so proud to be there. Thanks for all these people to support over the years. Um, in the last slide, there was, there's a lot of different people that supported um, Breaks for Breasts and um, the funding of the lab. And I just want to say that anybody who is on our Breaks for Breasts crew is invited to come tour. So next year... Remember that. Perfect. Perfect. Absolutely. So next year, about the same time, um, let's get to Cleveland again. So there is the uh, 1.6 million donations total, well, a little bit more than that with some dollars and cents there, since 2011. What a, what a gorgeous picture, check presentation. Your, your feelings on that, Laura, uh, Leanne? We were watching that year. It was 2020, like election night. You know, because because we get um, some information behind the scenes to make sure that that we're getting um, the money is going, you know, in and who's collecting it and so forth. And, you know, we're texting back and forth, back and forth. We're almost there. We're almost there. It was it was um, 
almost surreal, a lot mm-hmm. of energy, Leanne. Yeah, absolutely. And and I know I've said it before, but one of the, the most exciting things for me is that these are all independent repair shops. So, you know, again, I kind of give the example when you go to McDonald's and you pop your change into the thing for the McDonald house, which is a, a great, great cause, you know, it's all the McDonald's chains. Well, we're taking independent repair shop owners, people that don't even know each other, or aren't affiliated with the same shop, and they are just uniting hands across the USA and Canada to support this great cause. And all by word of mouth, because we don't really have, well, we don't have a marketing budget. The marketing <laughs> budget is zero. So it's absolutely incredible how much our industry has embraced this. And, and especially like Tracy and Carm, your work, you know, again, helping to share the word with these independent repair shops. This has just been one incredible ride. It's been amazing. Well, Leanne, Laura, Justin, I don't think I'm doing enough. And and so we've got I've got to put a challenge out to the industry. Tracy, please challenge me. This is it. This is it. What is the challenge for 2023? Leanne and Laura have a challenge of $369,000 for next year, but I think it could be 400. We would love that. Sure. I know. We just can't sit here, be nice, cute, put out a video and say that we checked a box and we did this. We need to talk about it a lot more than we currently are. And I'm looking for 500 shops around North America to participate. And if we do that, it's not a whole hell of a lot of money to reach $400,000. It's a very small amount per. And guess what? If we get 800, great. If we get a half a million dollars, that's great. But if we don't have a stretch goal, we're never going to meet a common sense goal. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to count on me to talk about this as often as I possibly can. But then as an industry, when we we have 250,000 shops and the participation in breaks for breasts to have gotten to the 200,000 level, this could be our biggest year yet. And you know what? COVID's behind us. Uh, Who cares about the recession? People are going to need their breaks done in October And I believe, I sincerely believe that people love to get behind a cause. So breaksforbreasts.com and Trace and and Leanne, Laura, the website has everything you possibly need to pull this off. Just add water and boom, (laughs) go. Um, I would like to touch back on what Laura had said, inviting anyone who is participating to be a part of the check presentation please, please, please take that as an opportunity if you were involved with Breaks for Breast because I know for Carmen myself to actually go into the lab and see where the vaccine is kind of getting built and made, kind of like a mixture ingredients. And it it was really cool to kind of see the scope of the lab and be able to meet Justin's team. It's a great opportunity. So if you are donating and you are participating, what a great way to kind of come full circle and be able to see where the money is going for yourself. Because what other opportunity do you have to actually talk with Justin, talk with his team and understand a little bit more about what they're doing and how your impact really makes a difference. So Please join us next year because this is something now that I don't think we're going to miss for the world, Dad. So thank you again for inviting us down. But I kind of wanted to get into, okay, 
This is a great campaign. We're doing this. How do shops get involved? So Leanne and Laura kind of explain what the 10% is. So there's 10% of labor and parts for a break job that is getting donated. And how do you work with vendors? So can you kind of explain first on how that 10% comes about? So typically we have a first call, right? In the auto repair shop, you have a first call vendor and we go to that vendor and we let them know um, what our plans are for October and ask them if they would supply the brake pads at no cost. So once the vendor agrees to come on board, then we would call them for all the other brake parts we would need for the service. Um, Sometimes you need calipers, rotors, not just the brake pads. So they would get all that additional plus first call um, on everything else. And then when we get the brake pads for free, then we pass that savings on to our customers. So all our customers are going to pay for is any labor and any extra parts that need to go into that job. Then the shop would donate just on the brake job, 10% of that to the Breaks for Breast to the Breast Cancer Vaccine Research Fund. So it's a win-win-win for everybody. It is. And listen, don't take what Leanne or Laura just said at face value. Well, I can't do that. My supplier won't. Wait a minute. Be a lawyer. Be creative. Negotiate. Figure it out. And, And if you can't sit down with your primary supplier who doesn't want to play, I think there's a whole bunch of other guys knocking on your door looking for your business. Now, I know you may not want to make that move, but there are ways to do it. Listen, would you split it with me? Can we do this? Can we, you know, can I take the first 20 sets? Just negotiate, be part of this thing. And you know what? Even if it doesn't work at 100%, play in this arena. This is a breast cancer vaccine research. And my guess is your Carm, the first call, they're not going to want to hear you say, well, I need to call <laughs> my next call. Right. right. Yeah. No, they're going to be willing to work with you, especially if they're your first call. You're spending a lot of money with them every month. E- exactly. Right. And, and so, uh, and, and so you got that it's done. It's out of the way. How do we market this? Just so everyone is, is aware, breaksforbreast.com make sure you go to that website because everything Laura said and a lot more is already on the website. There's a question and answer area. They have this mapped out to a T. So there's a participating shop resource center on the top right corner of their website. Click that and it has all the information that you need. So it has marketing. It even has information sheet for your vendor. How do you get your vendor on board? They have an entire sheet dedicated to mapping out a presentation for breaks for breasts for your vendor. And then yes, what Carmen was saying, marketing. All the marketing is already done. So all you really need to do is go to the website and hit download and all the marketing will be there for your shop. And they also have press releases available that you can insert your shop name. So really you can customize it to your shop and you will also be included on their website as participating shops. So you can see what other shops around the country are participating as well. Real fast, Tracy, if I could speak on this um, that you have up the slide, how do I get my vendor on board? We also have something you can print out. It's a flyer that you can actually hand to your vendor that describes the program. It's a big help too when you go to them with this presentation idea in mind to be able to hand them a piece of paper that really Mm -hmm. shows what the program does. 
Right. And I think of all of the pieces that are in there, they're all helpful. But boy, if you're a first time, if you're thinking about participating in Breaks for Breast, hit the Q&A in that section, because the Q&A is every question that we've been asked since 2011. So by reading those, it really outlines exactly how the program works. And, and pretty much once you read through that, it'll take five, six minutes. You'll have a great overview of exactly how the program works. You've thought of everything. This is what I call a just add water program. And I think you brought that up in the, in the early parts, Tracy. It, it is so simple and it is so easy. So my question is, is why aren't you participating? If you are and you have and you were part of that $200,000 contribution this year, on three, let's thank everyone. Ready? One, two, three. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. But... We need, we're doing more. The goals for this year are, there's 369, mine's 400, and I'm looking for 500 minimum participants. Why can't we do this? So there's no reason why we can't. It's possible that this could be a reinvention of your marketing for this fall for your customers. Lead in to this incredible celebration time of the year with a program like this that came from your heart that's doing such great, great Thanks. That's it. I think any participating shops, if you participated last year, maybe make it your mission to sign up two shops that have not heard of Breaks for Breasts or have not been signed up for Breaks for Breasts. So make that your mission too. If you've been involved and you are staying involved, please get the word out. Everything is there on the website. Leanne and Laura will answer any question that you have and then make sure you get to the Cleveland Clinic for the check presentation because I tell you, it's, it's a surreal feeling to feel like, you know, you have a piece of the puzzle when it comes to breast cancer, because all of us have been affected by cancer in our lives. And it's a great way for your customers to also know that their money is being spent on a shop that's participating in such a nationwide fundraiser for breast cancer vaccine. Tracy, if I could tag on to what you just said, we, we've all been touched by cancer. And it's my belief, this is just my belief, it is nothing um, from the clinic, my belief is that this can change the way cancer is treated, right? I mean, right now they have great drugs that um, they treat people after a diagnosis. Can you even imagine, like, you're not getting it? And it could be for any. My belief, again, it's just changing the paradigm. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, too, so many of us have been touched by cancer. And when somebody you love, you care about, you know, gets that diagnosis, you're like, what do I do? I'm not a doctor. I can't put their treatment protocol together. So what do I do? And you feel helpless. I know from several personal experiences how helpless you really do feel. And doing something like this gives you an opportunity to make a difference, to help the person you love. It may not directly affect them, but you're doing something um, because the cancer treatment world is just like a whole nother community that you don't know about until you, you know somebody or you get that diagnosis and then you're just sucked into that. So it's making a difference for the people you love and everybody else. Well, it happened to me and uh, Tracy and I, our, her mom, my wife, three years ago, and lucky enough that uh, Annie beat it. And uh, she's in remission, and that's a good thing. 
So look, everyone, uh, cancer is, 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 is something that, as Laura just said, uh, affects every one of us. And I think this is the bestest and most incredible, worthiest cause you could ever be involved in because 100% of the money. And you don't want to hear the stories of how Leanne and Laura were doing the research on getting to this particular point. Off record, they'll always tell you how they ended up getting to the Cleveland Clinic as they did research on many others. And um, we need to have you play in this arena called Breaks for, for Breasts. And uh, we're going to talk about it a lot. Tracy and I are committed. to. We only have one participant in the entire one million populace of Western New York, the Niagara Falls, Buffalo region. One New York participant. State. Oh, one in New York State. One in entire New York State. So we Shout are, out Scott we, Felser. Thank you for participating. Yeah, thank you, Scott. And so <laughs> yeah. we, uh, Scott is in our independent uh, shop owners group, and we are going to make a pitch to that entire group next Thursday at our breakfast awesome. meeting. And we, are, we aren't going to take no for an answer. So I hope that this particular part of region of the U.S. has the most players in this program. At least that's Tracy and I's commitment. So if we can go out and be a champion and get on our soapbox, if you're watching this, just go to BreaksForBreast.com and make it happen. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.